Hi, my name is Kevin McQuillan, and the following pre-recorded conversations are my attempt to make sense of the human experience through the practice of yoga. I hope you enjoy. All right, good morning. I'm going to share with you the theme of today. Since we're lodged into a teacher training, each day we have a theme, and we've been building theme after theme. This week, disciplines of being a student. We started with the theme of, or the principle of being real. Very interesting. That led us into be curious and your relationship to curiosity, where you have it, where you don't. Yesterday was perseverance, if you can believe it. And how you shaped your relationship to perseverance. And today the theme is choose what is. Up on the board, choose what is. You can consider yourself to be the is. Choose what is. You, the experience, others, these kinds of things. How to choose what's happening in the moment, which is very difficult. The opposite of that is what should be. I'd rather choose what should be. That's how I see the opposite in, in one way. You choose what is. Mm, I'd rather choose what should be. I should be different. You should be different. This should be different. The shooting. And all of a sudden, we're shooting all over the place. And how difficult that can be. And it creates this disjointed experience in the moment because we're not necessarily in the moment. Things should be different than what they actually are. Ourselves, others, the world. We're continuously working in this context within ourselves, with others, and within the world. So I'm gonna walk you through some of these distinctions. What should be? The idea is to find yourself in this conversation Maybe extract a lesson, some insight, some revelation from this conversation and take it to your mat where you can integrate it. That's the premise of practice. And to get some insights some revelations and integrate them deeper into your being and therefore into your life. So what should be? What I should be is different. I am insufficient in suffering and I rather not be me. We had an interesting conversation last night. Perhaps you remember the conversation we had last night and how applicable what I just mentioned is to the conversation we had last night. You're starting to get your language here and how you've designed yourself and why you are who you are. And each of you had an interesting experience last night based on our conversation, it seemed to me. And things seem to sync up in some ways, which is good. And what's powerful about the language you got last night, you better understand why you feel insufficient at times. You're not quite right within your own skin. And that's not just you. Hopefully last night taught you something. It's not just you. You walking around this, uh, this planet alone, feeling the way you are. It's like all of us in the human experience, feeling insufficient and the very reason why we suffer. Instead, what I should be is the opposite 
of how I think, feel, and behave. I should be the opposite of this. This, the language you got last night. Oh, so curious, that language. So gripping, so pummeling. I know I need to be different. I will try to be anything but me. I don't want to be this, I will be that instead. I'd rather not be this, I will be that. Don't see me like this, see me as that. And how we can turn into the great illusionist. Never quite whole, fragmented in various different ways. Just showing pieces of us as we move through life. To this end, I will fake it until I make it. Oh, have you heard that one? I'm just going to fake it until I make it. Just maybe, if I make it, I will no longer be who I am. I don't like who I am. I'd rather be someone else. Welcome to comparisons. You ever compare yourself to other people? No. (laughs) Ever layer yourself with expectations that you'll never meet? We can do that. Compare drape ourselves in expectations, all the while shaming ourselves for being who we are. And then and only then would I finally be acceptable, worthy, and perhaps even loved. You know, I can't have those things if I stay who I am. Nobody will accept me. Nobody will find me worthy, and certainly nobody will love me. What we spoke about last night offers you an insight into why it's been so difficult for you to feel accepted, worthy, loved, cared for, sense of belonging. Why life can be so jarring and at times feel like we're being assaulted. And how life can turn into one great compensation. I will not be that. I will be something other than that. And we can spend a lifetime attempting to compensate for who we know ourselves to be. Never quite right. One of the examples that I've grappled with in my life is feeling unsafe. And how prevalent that's been in my life, not feeling safe, especially in the presence of other people. (sighs) It's like the alarm system is going off. Threat, threat, threat. You're going to get hurt, taken advantage of, ridiculed, made fun of, rejected. And it was a punishing experience. That's how it felt. I was consistently being punished by life. And I was attempting to hide, consistently hide those insufficiencies, knowing who I was. 
And the way in which I compensated was I would consistently put myself in unsafe situations and experiences in, in the attempt to prove to myself that I had enough strength to withstand the experience. And if I did, if I could withstand that experience, then clearly I have some value. And so I was constantly testing myself. But what ended up happening was I taught myself to be pushy. I just pushed myself into experiences. I pushed myself onto other people. And it was a linear experience. And what it lacked was flexibility. I just become tough and pushy in the attempt of proving to myself that I had enough strength. I had enough. I had enough something that I could withstand the pressures that perhaps I could feel safe. I could combat this monstrous experience I was in. And perhaps somewhere in there, I could get some accolades from people. Wow. Good for you for doing that. Ah, wow. Somebody sees me in a different light. They're not seeing me as the weak, pathetic, unsafe, crumpled individual I feel I am. Isn't this amazing? Maybe I can do it again. I can push myself out into the world and push myself into relationships. And maybe somebody can see me in a way other than how I feel. I did that for years. And ultimately what I realized I was simply punishing myself. Constantly pushing myself out in the world. Get out there and withstand the pressure. Withstand the pressure. And if you can, ah, maybe then it's worth it. And I think we do all do that in our own way. We push ourselves out into the world. Attempt to withstand the impact. And if we can, aha, there's some semblance of victory. Now that's one extreme. The other extreme, obviously, is never do that. And just let people take care of you. Like an old baby. Feeding you and wiping your bum and doing everything for you. That's the other extreme. And people fall for that. There's no question about that. And we live in extremes. And you want to understand the kind of extreme you live in. Because it's reinforcing the very thing we spoke about last night. The idea is not to fool yourself of how you've been attempting to compensate for those words last night your entire life. And they have some heavy consequences. And that happens when we age. We can get away with a lot when we're young. Oh, can we ever. But snap. When we start to age, things change. It's like, what is going on in my body? <laughs> and the ability to recover takes a lot longer. So much so that we don't recover. And we blow out where we're weakest. And that is disease in the body. And so the benefit of taking ourselves, taking care of ourselves now, it's like, okay, I want to know how I weaken myself. 
how I pump myself into submission. And so I can stop doing it. And so I can have a better future. And so I have a question for you. If you think about your experience and the extremes I just laid out, you know, it's kind of like the pushy tough, pushy and tough, <laughs> or more like the timid baby. Which one do you fall into? Which extreme would you say? Oh, hi, thank you. Pushy tough. Pushy tough. Okay, good. Who else? Pushy and tough. Okay. Pushy tough. Pushy tough. Okay. All right. Very good. Timid. Thank you. Things you don't want to say out loud. <laughs> Who else? What do you got? Yeah. Oh, in concert. <laughs> Timid. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Pushy tough. Okay. How's about here? Timid. Whoa, pushy tough. What a mix. Woo. Quite the mix happening in this space. You want to know the extreme. Because you're extreme. And people know that about you. That's how people see you. The problem with that is they don't see you in any other way other than that. You pushy and tough type. You don't know how to take care of yourself very well. And you don't let anybody else take care of you either. You timid type out there. <laughs> don't know how to take care of yourself and rely on other people to do it for you. Both lack responsibility and the capacity to really take care of yourself in a meaning way, meaningful way, which falls in the realm of self-care, which can be so bloody foreign. It's like, what? What is self-care? And our hope, our hope during your time here is you start to understand the importance of you taking care of yourself differently because there's a lot at stake. And what's at stake is your entire life. And... If you see that as a valuable adventure, your life, then you'll make the effort. But you have to position yourself properly. You keep moving from the language that you discovered last night, you'll never take care of yourself. It will not allow you. And what's at risk? What's at risk is mortality in of itself. Life itself, because it'll catch you at some point. We do not get away with anything in life. There's always consequences and they compound and they will visit at some point. There's this attitude that we can slough off our responsibilities and get away with a bunch of things. That's not how life works. That is simply for the naive to think like that. And so the idea is to choose what is and to understand that life is suffering. 
You've been around long enough, you understand that. Life is very challenging to confront and take on and to do it in a meaningful way. The intent must be to confront your suffering nobly. When you do, there's nothing but good. You know what avoidance gets you? <laughs> nothing good. We've been exploring that during our time. How we're apt to avoid, especially in conflict. Well, life is a conflict. Therefore, the pathway to less suffering is through suffering. Well, that sounds like a terrible idea. Less suffering is through suffering. How strange. And so how do you make suffering better? By confronting it. You've got to choose it. If you think about the problem you laid out several nights ago here, a problem that you have in your life that's been around for quite some time, many years, the consideration here is you haven't been fully choosing it. You've been working in some ideal, like this should be different. This shouldn't be happening. And not fully choosing that experience as it is, and specifically where you're suffering. You've been avoiding it in some ways, making it wrong. And that's how problems persist. They stick around. Blame it, other people, ourselves. And so as you confront your own suffering, it is the pathway to transcending your own limitations. And you are limited. We are. As human beings, there is no question about that. But the idea is to transcend our limitations. That's the benefit of practice. It's quite the thing. Notice what's happening in your practices. Maybe you're transforming the way in which you feel about a pose, a kriya, meditation. Stupid meditation. I hate meditation. I just got to sit here and be with myself. This sucks. I'd rather be doing something other than this. And then maybe one morning you choose your meditation. And you choose yourself within your meditation. And you transcend a limitation. A fixed mindset to a growth mindset. You get an insight. That insight has the possibility of transforming your life. We've heard that here. Isn't that something? Some of the insights you got yesterday as an example as a consequence of your practice because you chose something. And consider you have an ethical obligation to foster your own self-care with compassion and respect. An ethical obligation to treat yourself in a polite manner, in a way that you would care for somebody else that you say you care for, which can be very foreign to be able to turn that level of care in and tend to ourselves in a meaningful manner. Coming from your core suffering, which you discovered last night, there is no compassion and there's certainly no respect. So today, the idea is to choose your suffering. The very thing you rather not choose. And to muddle it over and practice and turn it over and attempt to make sense of it. 
and to rid your body ideally of these holding patterns that hold in your sadness, the experience of feeling lonely, unworthy, unloved, abandoned. All these experiences that can grip us, what would it be like to move that out and to do it consciously through choice? And so that's what's in front of you. And so I have another question for you. What do you think would be a wise idea to move out of your space? An experience that's been with you for quite some time that would be useful for you to move out of your space. Maybe it's one of the words that you came to last night. One of those experiences. But in the absence of that, you'd have a different experience. We get a sense of that. It's an experience that you'd like to move out in your space. Who's got something to say about that? Thank you. Shame. Great. Thank you. Gripping emotion. Yep. Who else? Which an emotion, an experience you'd like to move out? Thank you. Embarrassment. Embarrassment. Very good. Fear. Fear. Excellent. Seeing yourself as a victim of circumstance. Very good. Mm -hmm. Who else? Insecurity. Insecurity. Very good. Thank you for that. Uh, feeling unsafe. Feeling unsafe. Very good. Hopelessness. Hopelessness. Excellent. Gripping experiences that have a way of holding us in place and disallowing the opportunity to change. Like you don't get to change. You're going to stay with this and be with this and suffer as long as I can create that for you. And so to notice what you're up against, a long-standing practice. The benefit of these practices coming your way are quite incredible. The ability to trans transcend your limitations, which are you. Whew. We will chant, we will kriya, we'll meditate, we'll move, we get to be together. To be able to do this in community, it's a thing of beauty. There's greater strength in community. And so to rely on each other, push out into each other, lean on each other, challenge each other, care for each other, all the things we can do in community. Are you ready for that? Let today be that day. We must practice. See you on the mat, everybody.